For a movie star, ultimately, there really is no such thing as Hollywood. It's a name, and it's a map. It's not an industry. It's a very fickle business where you're here today and gone tomorrow after one hell of a ride. I was a child with a different destiny. When someone asks me if my dreams have been realized, I always answer yes. But it would be closer to the truth to say, I started without any. Dreams I never dreamed were laid at my feet. A life in the movies. Mine is a reluctant talent. I have tremendous energy and tremendous stamina and the ability to work very hard, very hard. <laughs> That's how I see myself. Do as you're told and compete to win. That's me. Fortunately, I was given a talent. I don't know how I got it, but it certainly didn't run in the family, and I never thought I was beautiful. I wasn't. Cute, yes. Attractive, yes. I didn't think I was an ugly dog, either. When my first husband left me for Elizabeth Taylor and I was feeling like a complete failure, I did have the sense to look in the mirror and think, this is not a bag of bones. Besides, no woman living was as beautiful as Elizabeth. Some people think I'm tough, and they've written it and they've said it to my face. Now, if a man's smart because he's a good businessman, then you can call me tough. You have to be, man or woman, in order to make a living in show business year after year for 40 years. Besides, I don't care so much about words anymore. I'm thicker skinned than I was when I started. It's something you learn to be. I was born on April Fool's Day in 1932, <laughs> I told you, in El Paso, Texas. Maxine and Ray Reynolds' second kid. Daddy was 26 and Mother was 20. Texas, 1932, was big oil, big ranches, and the Great Depression. Just about everyone was broke, and people did anything to get food on the table. Mother pumped gas and washed windshields, and my father, who was a mechanic by trade, fixed the tires and the cars, and all that for the combined astronomical salary of one dollar a day and a place to live, of course. Things could have been worse, and eventually they were. Mother took in washing, which she did piece by piece with a bar of soap, a washboard, and a galvanized tub full of hot water she'd heated on the stove while Billy and I played in the mud around her feet. When she thinks back on those days, Mother recalls that we were middle class, but one step lower and we would have been sleeping in the Rio Grande. Now, my father was a good man, a man of few words, fair and honest, although not demonstrative, and he never kissed me, but he also never beat me. He was quiet and rock-like, but gentle. Anything Daddy said went. However, I learned very early, by the time I was three or four years old, that I could usually get around my father by making him laugh. I'd jump up on his lap, or tickle his knee, or make a face, or mimic somebody, or hug him. Sometimes, if I diverted him enough, I might even get away without doing what he asked. 